1: Tell you what, I had a fantastic weekend, well I had a day at Hampton Downs, my first ever time at Hampton Downs as a guest, as a spectator, what a venue it is, it's absolutely magnificent, I was blown away, and a man that, um, much admiration to our next guest, Steve McIver, he's often a host on here as well, Geez, you racked up some miles along that uh, pit lane (laughs) McIver, my god, it was frantic.
0: I, I got to think over, over about, oh, I don't know, three days. If I had a step counter, I reckon I ordered about 400,000 yeah. so over the three days. It was, it was probably made worse with uh, Saturday because I had to do, we came on here at about, I don't know, 11 o'clock on uh, Saturday morning and then had to keep going with D1NZ afterwards and their pits were a, a long way away from pit Lane <laughs> and back. So uh, I can tell you by Sunday, my feet were ready to sort of say, can you take me elsewhere but not stand on them?
1: <laughs> that's it. Uh, the thing that I loved, uh, Stephen, was like we saw the Formula First, which were, which are the little open wheelers, which a lot of youngsters yeah. driving that. We saw the Formula Ford, and our great mate Murph was in there, and it was like those three-stepping progressions, but the older guys back in those lesser lesser cars, but giving back and helping out the youngsters.
0: Yeah, look, that's really important. And, from the, uh, and if we talk about Formula Ford here, which was that was the opening round of the... New Zealand National Championship and Murph was just going in to have some fun and, and Murph just loves racing, right? But the clear message that came out was how much fun they are but how much young drivers learn about being a race driver. Because I spoke to Andrew White, one of my, my co, co-commentators, co and he was we sort of said, we always say, you know, I would help them learn how to drive. And I said, but what does that mean? And he went through the process of basically things are, I suppose you could say fancy trolleys with motors on them, mm. and they actually teach, it, I teach a young driver, both male and female, how to look after a car, how to take, how to brake, how to brake and change gear, how to steer, all that sort of stuff. So it's really, and they're fun, and that's why such level racing and, and why you allow, look, sorry, just a, that's no, all right, good, not a pop. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> Just what I needed right now. It's all right. I'm on hands free, and um, and it's really fun. And when you talk to the young kids that get out of this you can see how it means them to actually make make a race podium, right? Because it's so good. Understandably, the youngster Alex Crosby out of Invercargill was going to be all weekend. But this kid Dylan Grant, uh, who was in a car that was probably about three years younger, was all over him all weekend. So it was fun in it. I tell you what. Sometimes we look at other other sports. And go, know, oh, this is really boring. So right, Steffi. Watching that level of racing and evenness, and then going for it. Makes it all the more
1: worthwhile. Yeah, and I love these youngsters. I mean, this this is Lawrence Van Hoepen, who's the Grand Prix New Zealand Grand Prix chairman. He's seventeen years old for God's sake. Yep. And drives yep. with passion, with purpose, with with precision. He's got he's mm-hmm. brave and he's smart. What an what an amazing achievement.
0: Well, the, the crazy thing is that he was supposed to come out and run the full season, and things changed. So he rocked up a week before the Grand Prix weekend and hopped in the NBA, and away he went. And we're going, because back at Manfield, a guy called Louis Foster, who's going to race Indy Next, which is leveled down from IndyCar, right? So that's, mm-hmm. It used to be called Indy Lights. It's now called Indy Next. Huntway, right, the New Zealander. Uh, races for Antridi road, Motorsport. So was actually, he's going to, Louie's going to race for Antridi as well. He popped up a man, who's this Louis Foster? Young Englishman, 19 years old, looks like a man, talks like a man, blew everybody away, in and because he, he like a man. It was, we were saying quietly, shimmers, it's man versus boy here, uh, because he's only, but he's 19, but so clear and, and defined in the way he reads the car and talks about everything. Every time, you know, it's our our perfect but when you ask him a question, you actually get a different answer every time. So Lawrence pops up and going, oh, I wonder what from here blows Louis Foster away, even though Louis Foster came second in the Grand Prix. And he comes from the Netherlands. Uh, Dad, Peter, well, and as we know, very strong motorsport history in the Netherlands. Just have to say for Verstappen uh, of more recent times. And, you know, and and he's been racing a similar, the same uh Uh, class called Formula Regional, but a different type of car. And that was the interesting thing here is all the drivers that come over understand this. It's called an FT60, right? It's a Tattoo chassis. I'm not going to take any further than that because then I'll get confused. (laughs) Quite a heavy car and they're really hard on the upper body and the shoulders. They came in and over 28 laps, you know, got pole position and then from start to finish, you're going, what's next? Because this is Formula where people get noticed. Mm. Liam Lawson was racing this series four years ago, I think it was, in Highlands, and he 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 made an overtaking move in the wet on the outside, not the inside. He went he went the hard way, right on the outside. Twenty four hours later, Helmut mark picked up a phone and said, "We'd like you to be racing the Red Bull Junior Program." <laughs> that's how important this series. That's how important this series is, and it. it I know they they throw out always Lando Norris and Lance Stroll who are both critics um them um, Formula One drivers but they came here mm. they won the Grand Prix so I think people need to understand the importance of it also being one of only two outside of Formula One the other one's Macau otherwise no one else in the world is able to call their feature race in their country. Free.
1: And the other thing is, people in New Zealand probably need to realise, or um, I'm not saying this in a threatening way, but understand how international the pictures from Hampton Downs went, the motor racing fans globally were tuned in and watching the up-and-comers.
0: Yep. Yeah, look, so it goes out through motorsport.tv, which is a huge motorsport uh, streaming service, right? And then closer to the home, uh, the promoter, Brendan and White, had done a deal with Fox Sport in Australia, which, as we know, is pretty big in itself, and goes far and wide. So it will be noticed. So, you know, you might not have a great weekend, but you might have one good weekend. Someone, somewhere, who's looking for the next big thing, and if you have one good weekend, you'll be noticed. Mm. That's why, you know, you have kids from Austria, Brazil, and the UK, and the Netherlands, and we had eight Great right, running around in the, in the Grand Prix, which was which was brilliant. Uh, it was look, it was a great weekend. I'm glad you you tell folks that you were privileged to be in the pits as well. You forgot that part, right? <laughs>
1: Look, I was a grid girl for the Grand Prix. I was quite happy with that. I saw that. I wondered
0: about that. thought you would have pulled the shorts a bit higher.
1: Yeah. You know what i got a whole new appreciation for, though, Stephen? Like, when you're watching motorsport mm-hmm. on TV as a latent viewer, you're watching the battle for the lead and all that, the importance of, like we were supporting Billy Fraser, who had a really bad qualifying, and it affected his whole weekend. But just how important one place, you know, going from 14th to 13th or getting two people in two corners and going from 13th to how important no. that is for a team, and like we were really invested in that team. Great bunch of guys, the mechanics, the head mechanic, um, the engineers, all engaging with us, talking to me about camber and <clears throat> downdraft, Talk me through the steering wheel, how it all works. They welcome new people, and I'd class myself as a new person at that level of motorsport to be able to, yep. in the garage, watching them fix the back... Drutz is after he was nudged off by Brianna. But it was just fascinating the intensity that these guys work work at. And that's got me hooked in. I absolutely loved it.
0: I, I hope it gives you an appreciation of the word team. Yes. Because many people look many people look at most and say, oh no, nah, they're drive the fastest car, whatever. But those cars are all pretty level, right? And it, it does come down to the driver a little bit. But when you have the opportunity to go it and see the intricacies where they when they finish they go and sit and look at their data all the lines and squiggles on the computer to try and understand how they can find a 100th of a second more speed car that's as, it's the same level of the the opposition other team cars and you can see, and i think you probably would have seen too the amount of pressure that goes on a driver billy had a billy had a horror weekend right mm. i mean i know billy was so excited coming back and he's a good friend of mine and i just look but he just—you almost felt like he just didn't want to be there. He, didn't, he wanted to be there, but it was like, why wasn't? One of those ones that had one of those weekends, right? Mm. He had—you're right—he had Hamilton, Ashwell, Stan, Hamilton Motorsport looking after. Him. But I think it's—it's it's a good eye opener for people like yourself who who go, Oh yeah, motorsport, blah blah. But then you get the chance to get to dig a little deeper, and you see that all the people around them are trying to help that individual find the minutest of time to try and make up. One, two, three places on the grid, and you're right. Those one or two, three places can be the difference between a great day or a poo day.
1: Yeah, bang on, mate. Um, before we go, I've had a text, and obviously, a supporter of yours has texted the show, Mark, on the temper beer post text machine, as you're well aware. It just goes, oh, it's the big show. So there you go, <laughs> <laughs> mate. It's,
0: it, mate. It's it, look. It's been. It's been a long four weeks. We finish off. Uh, this weekend with, with the Castrol for the Formula Regional in Taupo. So it's all coming down to the line. Callum Hedge uh, is only 10 points behind Charlie Voos. Callum Hedge the Kiwi, yep. only 10 behind the leader. So it all comes down to this weekend. And I spoke to our commentator, Jonathan Green, yesterday. He went on, out on a limb. He was confident that Callum Hedge, having a greater understanding of Taupo, which is really tough on tyres, mm-hmm. he's picked Callum Hedge to win the whole thing.
1: There you go. Well, guaranteed viewer right here because I love the jewels between boots and hedge as well. These every something to nice. watch in every class. I just loved it, Stephen. Appreciate your time. Go go and get your um, Manny Petty to go and look after your feet because <laughs> they've walked five thousand miles, and this weekend they're oh, going to walk yeah. five thousand more.
0: Oh <laughs> God, I, I know that man. I know that. But, you know I, know, I need to lose a couple of Ks anyway, so that'll do. There you go. Thanks, Stephen. Thanks, buddy.
1: Cheers, mate. Stephen there. you did do a sterling job.